Hello and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Comfort Zone, where we embrace Neil Donald Walsh's quote, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. In our last two episodes titled Intentional Living and Intentional Communication, we explore the concepts of living and speaking or communicating with purpose. Being intentional requires making a plan and taking deliberate steps towards achieving our goals. Today, we are going to talk a little bit about just that, having a dream and making plans. I am so excited to welcome today's guest, my friend Robin, who is a technology manager in a financial institution. Robin will share with us her journey from dreaming to planning to achieving. Robin, welcome to Beyond the Comfort Zone. I am super excited to have you with us today. Charmaine, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited as well. Um, Thank you so much for this opportunity. All right. Thank you. All right. We're in for for a treat. Recently, Robin, you were on you were a panelist on a Women's History Month webinar, and you shared a quote that stuck with me. I thought it was so profound, and I just felt like we need to explore that a little bit more with you. And the quote goes something like this, and do correct me if I'm wrong, go to bed with a dream and wake up with a plan. So first off, let's talk about what that quote means to you, where it came from, and how that has shaped your life. Absolutely. So Charmaine, the quote is on point, everything that you said from word to word. So that quote came from my mom, and I'm sure it wasn't her original quote. She probably heard it from somewhere. But growing up, uh, my three brothers and I, my mother was a single parent. And I used to always say to her, mommy, I have a dream, I have a dream. And in our conversations, she would always say, okay, go to sleep with that, but what is your plan? So it was okay to dream, but her key word to every conversation that we would have with her was plan. It was okay to dream, go to bed, sleep on that. But when you wake up, have a plan. What do you want to do? And in my eyes, to us, that was her teaching us about life. She would often say, you have one chance to make a lasting impression. Make sure that everything that you do in life counts for us. She would always talk about two things that she wanted from her children and that was for us to be respectful and successful Mm. and through every conversation in my teenage years 20s 30s 40s and beyond her conversation used to always say what is your plan if i would tell her an idea that i have she would say, okay, so what are you doing to get to the point that you want to get to? Is it, are you still dreaming? So now what's your plan to make sure that I could actually bring it to life? So that's where um, those words came from, um, from my mom. Wow. That is amazing. It's, it's amazing how 
wise your mom was. Those words are words that successful people have lived by and some of us, including me, haven't quite grasped that fully yet. I mean, a lot of people still struggle with that. So for her to have taught you that at an early age, I find to be so amazing. I mean, she could teach a class in in any corporate setting or even in, in, in college for people who want to aspire to greatness. It is so absolutely essential that we not only dream, but we plan. And it reminds me again, I'm going to go back to the first uh, podcast we did on intentional living with Keith, where he gave the analogy of someone just wandering by a field, a little slumber, a little sleep, and you end up someplace that you didn't plan to go. So if you don't have a plan, the vision is just going to perish. So that I think is so profound. And I can actually see how that has shaped the person that you are, Robin, being somebody, somebody who have seen and admired your confidence and your ability in the workplace. I can definitely see how that has impacted you. So thank you so much for sharing that. Absolutely. And, and just to add to that, so my mom was a, a simple person. And her goal was to basically raise her children. So she, all of her quotes and the things that she used to tell us, mm -hmm. uh, Charmaine, was for life lessons. So she wasn't the type of mom that would just like hug you every day. Oh, you, mm -hmm. you're, you, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Not until she saw us growing. Mm -hmm. because through everything she was trying to make sure that we would we were prepared for this world which is life. yeah and and that was her goal yeah and she did an excellent job thank you so much yeah i think something that you said just now about um being being respectful and successful and planning those are all important life skills and she did a great job and giving you something to aspire to so you don't feel complacent that okay I'm, I'm doing okay I can rest on my laurels but no she waited until you were showing signs of progress before she gave you that compliment that yes you're doing well absolutely that is that's awesome all right so then what we gain from what we glean from that quote then is that goal setting is important to anything that we do it's it's okay to dream and it's, it's okay to have visions and you know even having a vision board is something that's also recommended but unless you lay down concrete plans towards how you're going to achieve that goal then it's just going to remain as a dream so go to bed with a dream certainly but wake up with a plan i just love that quote thank you i uh, it's that um i try to live by every day yeah yeah definitely i could i could definitely see that now speaking of dreams robin you didn't always dream to be a technology manager and that's that's the beauty about dreams because your dreams can shift they can change and that's life, right? We get better and better and, and move from phase to phase, depending on, on, you know, what we conceive as the way to go then, so to speak. What was your initial dream when you were growing up? What was your aspiration? <laughs> that's, that's a great question. <laughs> because my aspiration when I was growing up was to be a runway model. Uh, Charmaine, I used to... Um, in my closet, I just used to dress up and yeah. 
you know, want to be this this pretty person and I, I wanted to model and I said to my mother, I am going to be a fashion model. I'm going to start in New York and then I'm going to end up in Paris. Wow. And again, my mother said, okay, that sounds like a nice dream, but what is your plan, Robin? What are you doing to get to that point? So with that being said, Charmaine, I took a chance and I went to New York City mm -hmm. and I dressed in all pink <laughs> and I I went to a, um, it was called the, what was the name of their, um, it was a modeling company and I went there. But the moral of the story is once I got there, Charmaine, I realized that I was one in thousands and thousands of young ladies that wanted this same dream. Mm -hmm. And when I saw how long the line was, I called my mother and I said, mom, it's thousands of ladies here like me, you know, all different nationalities. And instead of her saying, oh, you know, trying to comfort me again, mm -hmm. that word plan, she said, well, now what is your plan? Wow. You're there now. What are you going to do? So I said, okay, I hung up from my mother. I filled out the application and I realized that to get into this business of modeling came with a lot of restrictions. Mm -hmm. So at that time I had to ask myself, was my dream of being a model, was it realistic for me? Mm -hmm. And I quickly learned that it was not because of the expense mm -hmm. that it took to, to become, um, to, to, to be in this path actually. It, right very expensive and I know that um, I did not have the means for that and also there was a, another requirement that you your weight was a big um, a major part of being a model uh, at that time you could not be over 105 pounds mm. and for me it was eating a California cheeseburger every day <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I still that this is not going to to work out for me. Yeah. And because my mother was a single parent, I knew that I needed to very quickly be on my own as far as having an income because mm -hmm. I felt as though, you know, I was 18, 19 at the time that she had done everything that she could do and it was time mm -hmm. for me to step out um as you would often say out of my comfort zone and to become a realistic person. Yes. So again, with that same pink outfit, I <laughs> I went to a an agency and I wanted to work in New York and get into the, just work in New York. It didn't matter where. Yeah. I, um, but I knew that I wanted to get into the technology field because I, I like computers. Right. And um, the, when I went on the interview, um, my um, agent, she called me back and she said, Robin, you know, the company said, is she looking to model or is she looking to get into the world of business? <laughs> so again, I'm thinking this is New York. It's like, yeah. So I had to, again, go through a life lesson of mm -hmm. reality of this is what it was. Yeah. Through that, 
I landed a job at a great company, which I am still with employed today, mm -hmm. but it was not giving up fashion. It was basically just being realistic. Yes. Um, you know, was I living or was I existing? Mm -hmm. um, and I think for a long time, I was basically just existing, doing what I had to do every day mm -hmm. throughout today to basically get by. But until I put everything into a goal and mm -hmm. plan, I think that's when I actually start living. Yes. And 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 choosing what was realistic for me um, growing up. Yeah. Wow. That is that's quite a journey, Robin. <laughs> but you know, I I don't call those kinds of changes in career. Uh, you know, some people would say, okay, you you didn't think it out or you made a mistake. I don't call it a mistake. I call it repositioning. Absolutely. Because unless you explored that, you wouldn't know what your right path would be. And I think that when you have a passion, it is worth exploring because you never know where you'll end up. But what you did, I think, was absolutely the right thing. You explored your dream, you assessed it, and you realized that was not for you. So you repositioned. I, I still enjoy that story of you showing up in pink for the interview. <laughs> and I'm thinking back then, it must have been, been quite funny. Now, I don't think people would um, remark so much on that because the world has changed a lot yeah. since then. But um, I, I, I find that story still very in interesting today. But something I have to say, though, about when people reposition. So when you reposition your career or, or your path in life, it doesn't necessarily mean that you entirely gave up what you initially dreamed about. Okay. It just means that sometimes it gets um, or it enriches then your next level. Because I can tell you that when I first met you, what struck me more than anything else was your presence, the way you dress, I mean, so elegantly. And had you pursued that path if that was where you went I know you would have done well because today I still see you as an icon of fashion and beauty at the company your confidence inspires me every day and I can tell you that when people used to mistake me for you and call me Robin I would be flattered of course you know how it is sometimes one african-american woman to another <laughs> they confuse us but i used to be so flattered because i'm like man if they think i'm robin i'm i'm flattered so i say this to say that a dream once you have the dream it doesn't necessarily die it just probably gets morphed or gets incorporated into your next path because it is who you are so yeah, you didn't do the runway, but certainly it, it helps with the presence that you carry and the confidence that you exude. So thank you for sharing that. Now let's move on to now that you are in tech, how has that in terms of, you know, how how did you lay out your, your path then once you found yourself in, in the technology space? What were your biggest what were your biggest challenges or a challenge and how did you overcome it or, or them? Another uh, great question, Charmaine. When I first started um, working and I was in technology, but I was an admin assistant. Mm -hmm. For me, it did not matter because I felt 
as though as long I was in as long as I was able to get into <clears throat> technology, mm-hmm. I would accept any position. Mm-hmm. I that was my plan to actually start there. Um, the biggest <clears throat> challenge for me was being a Afro-American woman and mm-hmm. dominantly <clears throat> male field, which is always very, very hard. The good thing is that I worked for a woman and I would, after I would finish <clears throat> all of my admin responsibilities, I would go over and I would talk to her and I would let her know that I was I was willing to help. What can I do to learn to get to the next step? So after I would finish my work, she would show me um, how to do certain things. She would tell me which magazines to read. I would actually shadow her to see what technology was all about. Now, this was not only following her as a woman, she had men in her on her team as well. And I would talk to them because I knew that this was a predominantly male field. Of course, I had to get their perspective as well. Mm-hmm. But what I learned from that is that I had to have patience and I had to basically believe in myself. Mm-hmm. At the time, the the Afro-American women that was in that field where I was working was very, very slim. So mm-hmm. I knew for me, I had to make a difference and I had to have a plan. I always feel like for women, and minority, we have to to do three, we have to work three times as harder. Yeah. Because we are judged immediately mm-hmm. out of the gate. Yeah. I had to make sure that I was always presentable, dress right, um, try to speak well, be responsive, and most of all, I have confidence in myself, confidence letting them know that yes, I can do this. And there were times where I had to come in very early in the morning to do some of the tasks that she mm-hmm. had to do. Because remember, I did not have that title at the time. Right. I was always one to work hard. Do you need me at lunchtime? I was always available. And she, she taught me a lot. So when an entry-level position came up, I, was, I applied for that position. And with her recommendation, and the gentleman that I work for, I was able to enter and start actually working uh, in the technology field. And from that point on, I always looked at every opportunity as, okay, so I'm here now, Robin, do not settle. Mm -hmm. What are going to be the next steps? Mm -hmm. So for a long time, I would, write a lot okay so what can I do what is my plan and until recently when I say recently I mean the last 15 or 20 years Mm -hmm. I would not really have anyone to talk to that was a woman who could basically understand where Mm -hmm. I was trying to go in my field Uh, you and I Charmaine uh, would have conversations about okay so we're here now how Mm -hmm. can we actually get to to the next level so it will it's been a long journey but i also feel like every day i'm still trying to get to the next level Mm -hmm. and it's never settling for what you have always think about what you can do the next day to make yourself better 
And with that being said, it's actually, um, I go back to Michael Jackson's song, Man in the Mirror. It's mm -hmm. taking a look at yourself. What can you do? What are you not doing? Um, what elements are basically in my control? And how can um, this part of me be better? Because there's always room for, for improvement. Yes, definitely. I thank you for sharing that, Robin. I want to touch on, on two things that you sure. shared. One was the plan. And again, going along with the theme, you really have embraced what your mom taught you um, so many years ago. And making that plan to be proactive to say, okay, this is the level I want to go to. Let me see what it takes to get there and being willing and being patient absolutely. and being willing to, to work hard to, to get there is really absolutely necessary. It also reminds me of something again, going back to the prior podcast with Keith, where he shared his strategy for moving ahead is to look at, for example, resumes or roles that are above him and, and in the direction where he wants to go and he would take that look assess to see what skills he would need to get there and fill that gap so that i think is absolutely necessary one other thing i also want to to comment on and to commend you on is how you have walked with such confidence in your roles and like you shared it's a very very lonely place for an afro-american woman in technology in general but even get into the level of a technology manager, it's even lonelier. And you and I are on different sides of technology. You are on, on the technical services side and I'm on the software development side, but it was no, it was no less lonely. And you know, once we became managers and you and I started to share our stories, I felt that sisterhood and I felt that support, but it's not always there and you really have to one be confident in yourself and and you know constantly praying to god for guidance and Absolutely. looking for opportunities to grow Absolutely. so thank you thank you for sharing that and again thank you for for your support now let's move on to what you know people would normally say in an interview when they're talking to people who have achieved a certain level um or what would you have said to your younger self to me that's not the question i'm gonna ask because obviously you can't go back to your younger self and tell her anything i'm gonna say to you what advice would you give to a young woman of color who's just aspiring to succeed in tech or in any of the STEM careers, you know, whether it be um, science or engineering or medicine, what advice would you give to a young woman of color who has that aspiration? Absolutely. Um, so education, never, never mm -hmm. stop learning, never stop learning, never stop reading, never stop. Um, if you're in a company that offers um, any type of educational growth, uh, mm -hmm. grasp onto that. Um, find a, a mentor, someone yeah. who you look up to and, and be careful um, who you choose because that mentor is gonna be a lifelong partner mm -hmm. that, that you have uh, with you. Do not be afraid to ask for help. I think for a long time because I had this pride in me mm -hmm. that was 
very silly because it was a pride that was going, that was taking me to a path of nowhere. Yeah. I would be afraid to ask a question in a meeting because I felt like they would look at me as, well, oh boy, she doesn't know anything Mm -hmm. or something like that. And that's something that can hinder yourself. I often um, listen to you in our in, in meetings and, and conversations, and I admire the confidence that you have. Um, so I would basically say to them, step out of your comfort zone. Do not be afraid to ask questions. Find one or two mentors, and those mentors do not necessarily have to be women. They. Mm-hmm men but i think as an afro-american woman you have to have a powerful woman in your corner who has had similar experiences or have actually walked the walk that you are trying to get to Mm -hmm. who can give you advice who can um share their experiences with you and um I think that's that's very very in, important because at the same time, it's always going to be a struggle. Yeah. For Afro American women, I think yeah. every day, just because you've been at a company twenty years, no one is interested in that. They mm-hmm. want to know what are you doing, what have you done for me lately? Yes. What are you doing? And I think that's the most. Um, found advice that I could give anyone who is looking to to go into any career. It doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be uh, technology, education, never stop learning, mm-hmm. you know, always ask questions. And again, I'm going to go with you, Charmaine, never be able to to limit yourself, step mm-hmm. of your your comfort zone and make sure that you are living yeah and not just existing yes I, I think that's very 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 important wow robin those are great great um tips for anyone like you say who wants to advance in a career not even necessarily technology education one of the things that i've why i'm in technology for for a couple of decades is because there's always the opportunity to learn you never stop learning so that's one good thing finding a good mentor um, one that will be with you throughout your journey so you have to be careful who you choose ask for help I know that is something that I struggle with and I think as um, Afro-American or or people of color we feel like we're going to be judged if we ask for help it's going to be seen as a sign of weakness but I that's not true as you you just shared we have to be able to ask and ask with confidence then finally walking working with someone who having someone in your corner who has been a powerful woman of color who has walked that walk before so they can give you practical advice and i'll add one thing that has been the running theme throughout your presentation here with us today robin is to make excellence a way of life never sit on your laurels there's always a higher step to go so if you make excellence a way of life i always say to people you can do your best and nothing else don't do anything less and once you're doing your best be content because god will show you the path that he wants you to go even if in this situation your best is not 
quite what's necessary for this and then it just means there's another um, open door another opportunity for you so making excellence a way of life is what i've been hearing from you throughout this and i thank you so much and i thank you your mother who has planted these seeds in you and i'm sure you've passed this on to your children to other relatives as well so i want to thank you so much robin for sharing with us today any last words before we end this podcast um charmaine i just want to say that this is an honor to be a part of this um thank you for allowing me to to have my voice and again i'm going to go back um to my mom and she would always say in anything that you do robin abby that was her nickname <laughs> love it <laughs> they always put god first yes in everything that you do in your planning, your writing, your dreaming, mm-hmm. your association of friends, always put him first and he will direct your path. Yes. And um, I just, you know, want to say that, um, you know, life is a journey and we have to basically um, live that journey and make sure that we are living and choose happiness and mm-hmm. Um, make sure that we're just not existing. Awesome words to live by. Thank you so much, Robin. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I look forward to having you on another episode of Beyond the Comfort Zone. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye.